The following audio is from White River Christian Church. More information about White River is available on the WRCC mobile app or at wrcc.org. Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Miguel Lara. I'm the Hispanic pastor here at White River, and it is a privilege for, for me to be here with you this morning and also to acknowledge that we are all together uh, English-speaking and Spanish-speaking in this sanctuary. So all glory to God. Let, let us give a applause to God for that. And talking about new things, new songs, it's the very first time that I'm here uh, preaching. And don't be afraid, I'm going to preach in English, not Spanish. Uh, but there's going to be live translation uh, this morning. So thank you, Heidi Peraza. She's amazing. She will translate into the Spanish language today. And uh, just want to also acknowledge uh, the singing. It was bilingual. I love that Philip... Uh, sang in Spanish. Cat uh, and Maggie, they were awesome singing in Spanish, right? Um, we also had Ida and Helen. I met them at the beginning of the year, and they happened to be uh, worshipers. Uh, they're professional musicians, and she has an amazing voice. So she really lifted up my heart this morning, and I hope she did to you as well. Uh, and all glory to God. So... We're going to start this morning with something new, uh, like we do it in the Hispanic congregation from time to time. We stand up and embrace each other. We say hi to the one sitting. We can hug. We can handshake. We can even kiss. We like to kiss a lot in the Hispanic countries, so that's fine if you want to kiss this morning. Uh, you're welcome to say hi to everybody. All right, let's settle down now. <laughs> they only gave me 30 minutes to do this. So let's get going. Uh, we're going to start the service by praying. I'm going I'm to start praying in English. So um, welcome, Holy Spirit. Um, this is for the audience of one, which is Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege and uh, honor that we are here before you, Father, that we are able to worship freely. And uh, may our hearts be filled with joy as we receive your word, which is true. And uh, Holy Spirit, move our hearts and our minds so that our lives are also transformed. I pray all these things in the holy and mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, what is your new favorite song on the radio? And I ask this because I don't know if you listen to radio anymore. But I used to, growing up, I used to hear to a lot of radio and um, actually uh, did a lot of homework with uh, those old school radios that you see there. And I happen to have a tune that's stuck in my mind, which is from the 80s, uh, a group called Tears for Fears. And the song is, everyone wants to rule the world. Everybody wants to rule the world. So I love that song. And that's one of my classic songs from the 80s. Uh, but apart from radio, I used to get music from the music stores. Uh, those who are old enough to have visited uh, traditional music stores, uh, you get cassettes, you get LPs, and it was a whole experience just being there, selecting the music and purchasing the music. 
you would use pocket money to, to get a, an LP, and you can get many of those at a time, because they were expensive. But that was my secondary source of, of music. Uh, many times, some friends would just record a cassette with a song from the radio, or probably someone would have recorded a song from an LP. So that was a, yet another source of music that I had growing up. I don't know if you remember, but in music programs, they used to have a host uh, introducing new songs. So famous bands and artists would uh, tend to promote or come up with their new songs, just handing in the host a tape, and then it would go live for the very first time. And I remember uh, a group from England called Queen, and they had a very famous song called Bohemian Rhapsody. So that song was very particular because it was a different song. It was a new song. In what sense? It was a very long song for the radio. So the radio was hesitant to play that song because it, it was very long for that format. Also, it was different in the sense that it had many pieces put together that were not necessarily related to each other. So they had an intro, they had ballad, they had opera, they had hard rock, and they had a coda, which is the tale or the end. But one radio station did say yes to them, and the history of music was changed that very day. A new song was introduced to the world. So I ask you this morning, where do you get new music today? It's probably online, YouTube, streaming service, satellite radio, um, you name it. There's many sources for music for us today. I grew up in the 80s, so I love the 80s. Who loves the 80s here? I love the 80s. And I typically find myself gravitating towards that music. And, uh, I, I, you know, it's hard for me sometimes to just hear to new music. So the only way I hear to new music is to my kids singing new songs or singing them. So that's my source for new songs, my kids. It might be the same to you, I don't know. But um, enough about 80s music, right? I also listen to worship music, don't get me wrong. I love worship music, but I wasn't listening to worship music all the time growing up. I actually grew up as a Catholic, so all I knew was old songs, old hymns, and honestly, very boring music. But by becoming a Christian, I was introduced to a new world of new music, new Christian music. You see, when I first went to church, it was in Caracas, Venezuela, to a Christian church. And uh, for the very first time, I saw a worship band in the sanctuary. That was very strange to me. A worship band, really, they can have a drummer and a bass and a guitar. But it sounded amazing, so uh, I wasn't used to that experience, but I became used to uh, the new music um, performed by, the, by this worship band in the sanctuary. So, as you can imagine, I was not familiar with the song uh, initially, with the songs that they played. They were all new songs to me, completely new. Um, but I found myself quickly learning those songs I like the music that the, that the songs had. They really were cool songs about God. 
So I was hearing songs from God with a very nice music that I could relate to. And this made, made it for me very easy to learn and sing these songs. My home church is a church plant in Caracas, Venezuela, from some missionaries that went from Cincinnati to Caracas, Venezuela in the mid-80s. One of the worship leaders is a pastor called Johnny Dye, and the other one is Saul Pernilla, a Hispanic pastor from Venezuela. So Johnny used to select songs in English, and he would translate those songs into Spanish. So the very first songs I was listening, the very first Christian songs were from David Crowder, Steve Fee, Hillsong United, and Shane and Shane. So this Venezuelan singing American songs translated into Spanish. But those were my very first Christian songs. I also was introduced to another world of Christian songs in Spanish by artists that you might not know, Danilo Montero, Marcos Barriento, um, Jesus Adrian Romero, and several others. Talking about Danilo Montero, I'm visiting Miami in 2010, and I go to a Venezuelan restaurant there to eat an arepa. An arepa is one of our typical foods. Arepa, woo! We love our arepas. It's like your Big Mac, so we have arepas. <laughs> so, mind you, as I'm there eating my arepa, there's this Christian music being played in the, in, the, in the restaurant, and the owner just gives me a CD. You like that music? Here you go, here's his CD. It was a CD from Danilo Montero. So I was introduced to Danilo Montero eating arepas in a Venezuelan restaurant in Miami. So that was very fun. So every year, I'm introduced to new worship songs. And I have a few favorite new worship songs. One of those is by Evan Kraft, Be All Right. I just love that song, don't you, those who know that song? I find it very positive and encouraging, like Caleb. So what is your new worship song? What is your new favorite worship song? Talking about worship song, actually God commands us to sing new songs. It is commanded in the Bible. I just love that we are asked to come up with new songs for the Lord. Can you imagine singing the same songs over and over again all the time? I would think that's very boring. But I am thankful for new, new songs I am thankful that we sing new songs about God. A new song, as you can imagine, is a song that you don't know. God is making new things all the time. God is constantly doing new things. He is always active in our world. New things are necessary because this helps us acknowledge that He is in constant action on our behalf. New things are important to God. Songs are a part of that. This is why we are called in Psalm 96 to sing new songs. Let us go to Psalm 96, if you would. Those who have their journal that we gave out, the book of Psalms I'm reading uh, from a version called ESV, English Standard Version. And I'm going to read Psalm 96 to you. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, 
Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For, the gods, for all the gods of the people are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. So let's put Psalm 96 into context. It is believed that King David wrote Psalm 96. The reason is because this psalm appears almost identical in another book, 1 Chronicles chapter 16, almost in the exact same structure. The main theme in Psalms 96 is to worship God and to teach others how to worship God. This psalm is a calling to sing a new song. The calling is actually repeated three times. When this happens in the Bible, it means that it is important. When things are repeated, it means it is important that we pay attention. So Psalm 96 is described as a new song. New song in Hebrew is Shir Adash. It is a new song, not so much because of the content, but because who is addressed. Typically, we read Psalms and we understand them as songs and poems that are sang by the people of Israel but this new psalm, this new song that we're talking about here, is a psalm that is calling not only the Israelites to sing the song, but all the nations, absolutely all the earth. So in this sense, this is a missionary poem. It is a poem that has a theme of missions. When we reflect the majesty of God, when we reflect in the majesty of God and his goodness towards us, we have no other thing to do, no other answer to have except to worship him, to sing about him, and tell others about his goodness. God actually has chosen us to sing songs about his glory and to sing those songs to all the nations. Psalm 96 is a call to action. So I have a question for you. Are you talking to other people about God? Are you proclaiming his glory? Are you singing his songs to other people? Psalm 96 is also known as a Yahweh Malak Psalm. Yahweh Malak um, is a number of Psalms present in the Psalter and they're from Psalm 93 to Psalm 100. Yahweh Malak means Yahweh reigns. Yahweh is the God of Israel, the Lord. Yahweh is the one God who truly rules over all the earth. So there is a theme 
present in Psalm 96, that is the newness, also the lordship of God. Talking about newness, the proclamation of Psalm 96 to all nations is important. The primary hearers of this poem or this song were the people of Israel. But although the whole world was addressed, the ones that were singing and the ones that were hearing this song were the people of Israel. So in that sense, the newness of, song, of, the, of the song is twofold. First, those who, don't, do, who do not know Yahweh are called to praise him. And those that do know Yahweh are reminded that the whole earth is called to join them in this worship. When we confess Jesus as our Savior and as our Lord, we can think about Psalm 96. Because in Psalm 96, the psalmist, David, is referring to something that God is doing new. He's calling us to sing a new song. The newness is sing a new song to all the nations. Verse 1 says, sing to the Lord a new song. But it's, it is not any song. It is a song that will deliver the good news, the gospel, to all the nations, not only the Israelites. Declare his glory among the nations, says verse 3. Verse 7 says, ascribe to the Lord all you families of nations. And in this new song, we sing about God's salvation. It says, proclaim his salvation day after day. We also see that we sing about his kingship because the Lord reigns. It's in verse 10. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Will you say with me, the Lord reigns? The Lord reigns. El Señor reina. Amen. So here we sing about the two same aspects when we accept Jesus. Aspect number one, Jesus as our Savior, and aspect number two, Jesus as our King. As I stand here before you today, I am a product of Psalm 96. I am the product of a new song that was sung to all the nations. I am the product of missionaries from Cincinnati going to Caracas, Venezuela in the mid-80s to do mission work and to sing new songs. I am the product of all those new songs that were sung to me in Iglesia El Bosque in Caracas. I am the product of believers from the north who answered the call to go into the mission field and went to the south to bring the full gospel of Jesus Christ and to sing new songs. And those songs were about the salvation of God and his kingship. I heard those new songs and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, July 5, 2009. Praise him. That day, I was made a new creature in Christ. God made me new that day. Then I sang that song to my wife, and she accepted Christ soon after. I had so much more hair back then. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
And then we sang that song to our kids. And our kids accepted the Lord. They didn't want a picture, but they did accept the Lord. <laughs> we have all been made new. Over the course of my years in ministry in Venezuela, Cincinnati, and here in Noblesville, I have baptized more than 60 people, and several others have made their decision of faith for Christ. All these people have been made new because they heard a new song. I wanted to show you some encouraging statistics about Psalm 96 being lived out today. The growth of Christianity in the South is actually explosive. This data that I bring you is from the status of global Christianity between the years 2000 and 2020. What you see there is people that have accepted Jesus daily on average in the last 20 years in Africa, Latin America, and Asia. Isn't that encouraging? A lot of people are accepting the Lord every day because new songs are sang in all nations. And like I said, I am the product of a new song that came from Cincinnati to Caracas. New songs are of, of, of high importance. Believers in Jesus Christ are growing because new songs are sang. As I'm coming to an end here, we know that God is making new things all the time. We read it in Revelation 21.5 that says, God is making everything new. God is constantly doing new things. We read that in Isaiah 43 that says that God is about to make something new. God is always active in our world. So I'm going to ask you this morning, what new things has God done in your life recently or in the past? What new things do you need God to do in your life today? As I was preparing for this sermon, I came across Colossians. In chapter 3, verses 9 and 10, it says, Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. So maybe you need to put on a new self today or at least put it into practice, being a new person. Maybe you need to stop lying to others, like Colossians said. Or maybe you need to treat your spouse and kids better. Maybe you need to treat your coworkers with more respect and kindness. Maybe you need to be less angry or less worried. Maybe you need to be more patient. Maybe you need purity in your mind. Maybe you need to be less judgmental. Or maybe you need purity, uh, integrity in your life. So whatever it is that you need, I'm here to tell you this morning that God can give it to you. He can make you a new creature. He can do new things in your life if you put your trust in him. That means that maybe some of you this morning just need to, need to sing a new song like we already did. Maybe some of you really need to be made new again. 
Maybe you need to declare this morning that the Lord reigns. If that is the case, there's a number of pastors, including myself, that would be happy to talk with you about that decision. As we are ready to end, Philip is going to finish off reading this psalm. And I would like to pray in Spanish this morning to close. Will you bow your heads with me? Padre Santo, te doy gracias por esta oportunidad de traer tu palabra a este pueblo precioso tuyo aquí en la ciudad de Noblesville. Padre, gracias por las alabanzas en todo el mundo y en todos los idiomas. Gracias porque las alabanzas hablan de tu santo nombre, de que tú salvas. La salvación viene de ti, Señor, porque tú eres el rey de todo el universo, de todas las naciones. Que toda lengua venga a alabarte, Padre. Que toda rodilla se incline ante ti y te alabe, Señor. Padre, gracias por tu palabra esta mañana que nos invita a entenderte como el creador de todo y el que hace cosas nuevas constantemente. Padre, sigue haciendo cosas nuevas en nuestro mundo, en nuestras iglesias, en nuestras vidas personales, Señor. Que sigamos siendo transformados mediante el poder del Espíritu Santo para obedecerte, Señor, para parecernos más a tu Hijo Jesucristo. Padre, te pido que salgamos de aquí renovados, energizados e inspirados para obedecerte, Señor. Para ver las cosas nuevas que tú haces en nuestra vida, para reconocer todo lo que has hecho, Señor. Y Padre, para darte toda la gloria y toda la honra, porque solo tú mereces, Señor, toda alabanza, Señor. Que tu pueblo se incline ante ti este día, Señor, y alabe tu nombre. Y que el nombre de Jesús sea levantado alto. En el nombre de Jesús pedimos esto. Amén y Amén.